Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Yo, it's Johnny King, and welcome to another episode. And if you have listened to more than one episode, you may have picked up on the pattern that I really enjoy talking about relationships. Um, And why that is, is probably because it's close uh, to, if not, like one of my biggest wounds, if you will. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I think a lot of us, we are oftentimes a, just a byproduct of what we had or didn't have as examples from our parents or guardians or loved ones growing up. And so, uh, with a workaholic father growing up, he was doing the best he could, um, following his entrepreneurial dreams and aspirations, um, you know, and I can't even imagine again what type of pressure that would feel like to have to to provide for five children. Uh, I am the middle of five of us. I have two sisters and two brothers, one of each on either side of me, older and younger. So I'm smack dab in the middle. Love it. What's up to all you middle children out there? Uh, middle child syndromes. But uh, no, really, it's uh, it's interesting because. I really struggled with feeling um, genuinely at my core that I was a masculine boy, ultimately masculine man for a long time. I spent the last 10 years really defining what it means for me to be a man. And I don't know if that, that journey will ever end, but I certainly feel like I am worlds different than I was 10 years ago right now. 10 years ago right now, I was uh, just, well, I was just about to start my very first business. Uh, and that was a gym in St. Louis. St. Louis Fitness Boot Camp. And why did I name it that? Because I literally went on a Google keyword search tool and those were like the top for like <laughs> keywords that people were searching. St. Louis, okay. Fitness boot camp. Boom. There you go. Uh and so that worked very well for me. But that's besides the point. That's not what I'm here to talk about. Uh but when we're talking about masculinity, femininity, if you haven't really uh jumped into that type of conversation. If masculinity and femininity, you think of male and female, there's so much more to it. Let's just put a very, very broad brush stroke to this whole thing where just think about masculinity is when we go and, and, and men and women, all different sexes, we can all kind of just probably uh, resonate with this mass. When you're feeling like, and you're channeling your masculine energy You have a very kind of like just narrow laser-like focus, 
okay? If you've ever seen horses that kind of draw, um, draw, that uh, pull carriages or <laughs> sleighs and things like that, and I know this is 2020 right now, you're probably thinking like, what? But yeah, you know, like a, a sleigh in, in the wintertime. You've never taken a sleigh, a sleigh ride or a hay ride? Shoot, I'm, I'm showing my age, but uh, a lot of times those horses will have on these like blinders so they can see nowhere but straight in front of them so they don't get distracted or spooked. That is a lot of times how we are when we, when we get our focus on something, a goal, aspiration, we want to fix something, whatever the case might be, we can express a lot of our masculine energy when we have very focused energy, very focused attention. Whereas the feminine is the opposite. It's like uh, the wide angle view of a camera. <laughs> and so it'll be seeing everything. Think about on your iPhone. It's like the pano feature where you're seeing like almost 360 degrees and simultaneously while you're having a conversation with someone next to you, you could also be very aware of, you know, some other conversation that's going on between two people that are fighting in the corner, right? Even though you're, it's like, you know, multitasking, okay? It's diffused focus. Um, and so anyways, masculine, feminine, okay? When we're talking about relationships, I know, this is at least my truth, that whenever I have given up my masculinity, or let's not even make it personal yet. <laughs> uh, whenever someone gives up their masculinity, and if you are, we tend to lean, this is again, generally speaking, but not always the case. Each of us tend to have a little bit more of a slant, either towards masculine or towards their feminine, where they, where they like our emotional home. For me, it's definitely masculine, okay? Um, I'm a masculine man, but you definitely, I mean, there's definitely masculine women out there and there's definitely feminine men, but generally speaking, and this is why people confuse masculine, masculine with men and feminine with, with females, like with the sexes, even though that's not the case because we all express masculine and feminine energies, it's because generally speaking, women are more feminine at their core and men are more masculine at their core. Okay. And whenever men give up their masculinity, oftentimes their woman will, ha will hate them for it. And so men, when they give up their masculinity, they can become pleasers. Um, they, they won't own themselves. They won't take responsibility. They won't do what they think is right. Um, they'll do whatever they, they think will please their spouse or their significant other. Okay. What you must not do, and I'm speaking to the men in this in this uh, episode really specifically, is that you cannot become a pleaser. You know, you must not give up your masculinity. You must remain masculine. You must own yourself. You must take responsibility. You have to do what you believe is right, even if you think it might displease her or him, whomever you're in relationship with. And I'm talking more like a romantic relationship. Okay. Um, because what, where guys go wrong, I think is where they think, oh, to be masculine means to be, um, very kind of egocentric, like have it be all about them. Uh, but I'll tell you this right now. 
what a woman well when a woman is truly present i feel like it it's it often i mean it's really calling upon men to be present as well but what she doesn't need is a dictator or a controller what she needs is a man that just brings his love okay what she's curious of is is he strong enough to keep her safe and not always necessarily physically although maybe that's a part of it um but emotionally you know like is is this a soft place for her to land emotionally where she can be every shape and size and an emotion that she wants to feel and have it be safe is it okay okay so there may be some tests she may actually test him to see if he's strong enough to keep her safe now i've been in quite a few relationships over the years over my lifetime (laughs) and i can think of several relationships um but one in particular where she was constantly obsessing about herself and her needs and as i look back on it i kind of think uh it seems pretty clear to me that she was raised um by a father who kind of made her out to be you know his little princess like she was perfect in every way (laughs) uh and as cute as that can be um in the intent i know by her father was also pure and good but unfortunately i think with that type of upbringing where in her eyes you know she's daddy's little princess and she can do no wrong it's really the death of any future relationship for her because once she's re- once she realizes that she's not perfect then she'll get fearful and uh and she'll begin to withhold her love and in in the relationship that i'm thinking of in my own you know example and experience that was exactly what happened as soon as as soon as we started to <clears throat> take responsibility for our actions or maybe even begin to nitpick on each other about like well you said you're going to do this but you didn't do that <laughs> and she and she and i both started to realize we weren't perfect you know what like a lot a lot of fear came up there um and i'll be honest i i've withheld my love my love too um that's for its own reasons also. But that is kind of a, a dangerous thing. So if you are a man listening to this and you have a daughter and you're raising her to be your little princess, raising her to believe that no man, you know, <laughs> will be good enough uh, for her, uh, that's a very, very slippery slope. I would caution you to think twice about that um so the the interesting thing is that um man with with that type of uh upbringing and that type of standard if you will that those type of uh rules a lot of times that we create within relationships or marriage 
a lot of those rules are unrealistic. And uh, <laughs> I remember in this particular relationship, I remember um, some counseling we got, and and so, and this counselor said, you know, I, I feel like saying this to uh, the individual I was seeing in this relationship, like I feel like you th- you think that relationships are some type of fairy tale, and that it all revolves around you. Yeah, needless to say, that didn't go over well. Um, but I also think it's because it struck a chord. It hit a nerve. Uh, but unfortunately, I ha- I was also in a place where I had already given up my masculinity. I had already become a pleaser. And I was kind of selling. I was selling out. Um, I didn't want to displease her. My whole idea was just to make her happy. And uh, I was extremely codependent. And if she was, I really felt like it was my responsibility. Let's just, let's just be honest. I felt like it was my responsibility to make her happy. And of course, as a, as a more mature uh, individual, I can see the, the, the fallacy in that belief. But at the time, I believed it was my, (laughs) yeah, my responsibility because that was the way that I defined who I was and defined not only who I was, but also the value I brought, you know, or the value that I was. And if I could make her happy, then I was happy. And if she was unhappy, even if it didn't have to do with me, man, then I was unhappy. That's what we call codependent and uh, enmeshed. And so I kind of wanted just to to pop on the podcast real quick because I also have been seeing it in other friends of mine and uh, and also in, in coaching some younger men in their 20s um, that this is a common pattern. It's not just me. It's a common pattern where, again, men don't necessarily know or haven't ever really been taught how to define what it means for them to be a man. And there's no box. I, I don't, I'm never going to sit here and say, hey, this is, you know, you must do this and you must do that in terms of like, <laughs> you must open a door for a lady or you must, you know, always pay the, the bill. Like, no, those are, those are, those are rules that you get to define within any relationship that you're within. But it does mean that you need to, you, you must take the responsibility to define what it means for you to be a man in whatever relationships, both romantic and platonic, and not to give your power away to individuals, you know, hoping that, oh, you'll be happy if they'll be happy. And you must not be uh, willing to go to the dark side where you become a dictator, a controller, a narcissist, um, and instead, you really, really just need to bring your love. And so that would be my two cents worth. I hope you got some type of nugget out of this, my ramblings about relationships. But I think that's really where you must put a lot of your effort, which is first healing yourself. <laughs> Get those things figured out. There's so many different books, coaches, seminars, various programs, uh, all with varying 
uh, efficacy, if you will. I've certainly done a lot of them. Some of them are not so great. Others have been life-changing. But do the work. Invest the time. Otherwise, you and your loved ones will be the ones who ultimately pay the price. And it's not worth it. I'll tell you that right now. So, till the next episode, thank you as always for joining me. Looking forward to catching up with you and hearing any of your comments. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your day. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.